This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude. I wanted to eat everything. And I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media. An entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. This is actually episode 91. And that's such a big deal for me because it's so crazy how we're almost at the 100th episode of this show. And January will make two years of doing this podcast. And it's crazy because time has just really flown by. So thank you guys so much who have been rocking with me since the Black Girl Boss days. There are a lot of you guys who... um I call you Black Girl Boss OGs who've been listening from day one and have stayed with the show through the transitioning of the name and the content and all of that. So I just wanted to say I appreciate you guys. And to all the new people who just discovered the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. (laughs) Definitely excited to have you. And I love getting you guys' emails and things like that. Um, Before I get started, I do want to tell you guys, I plan on doing a giveaway before the year is over. I want to gather up a lot of great things like journals and planners and books and things, not just stuff that I've created, but just a lot of great resources, uh, blessed and bossed up resources that I think will be of a lot of value to you guys. So make sure you follow me on Instagram. When I do the giveaway, I'm going to announce it in my Instagram stories, and I'm only going to make it viewable to people who follow me. So you have to follow me on Instagram at Tatum Tamia in order to participate in that. Yeah, so let's move into 
this week, this recap of this last week. So we got a sponsorship for the podcast. I'm really excited about that. Uh, you guys will be, of course, hearing their ads coming up. I didn't reach out to them. I think that's what makes it so awesome is I didn't reach out to the company. Um, I'm really like laid back when it comes to having outside sponsorships. Reason being is because for me as an entrepreneur, I want to monetize my audience for myself more so than monetizing it for an advertiser. So advertising is definitely something that I'm going to have and I'm going to do, but I really just wanted to focus on making sure the content of the show is where it needs to be. And then also making sure that I'm selling my stuff Because if I'm going to be making somebody else some money, I want to make some money for myself as well. Um, So, yeah, I've been kind of chilling on seeking outside sponsors. But this sponsor came to me. They're a health and wellness company. So I should be getting their product, I think, tomorrow to try it out. Um, And I'm excited to use it because if it works, we're going to get these ads in. And I'm going to tell you guys how amazing the product is. And if it doesn't work, (laughs) I'm going to be like, thanks, but no thanks, you guys. Guys, maybe try somebody else who's willing to endorse something that don't work. But uh, no, they seem like a very great company so far. And um, I'm excited to try their stuff. So that was a, a win from last week. Uh, the other day, I went to the Kevin Hart show. He came to D.C. for his Irresponsible tour. Now, the show was all right. <laughs> the show was all right. His openers were a lot better than him. And of course, I'm looking at the whole thing from a business standpoint, more so than an entertainment standpoint at first, because I was like, I wonder because he sold out the show and I'm paying attention even to the setup. So they the event was at the Capital One Arena, which is the same place that the Washington Wizards play. And so usually when you have concerts, they have like the stage. So it's like a whole section of the I don't want to call it a stadium or of the arena that can't be used because there's a space for the stage and then there's backstage. So of course the people who the section that's back there has to get blocked off. So I do like how he did it where his stage was like in the shape of like a square in the middle of the arena. So you could fit more seats. And I was like, okay, they did a good use of space and to fit more people in here and make more money. That was good. And so it would, the audience also was very diverse. It was 20 somethings up to 50 somethings, white, black, Asian. It was such a diverse audience. And I was trying to figure out how is Kevin Hart achieving this level of success? Because the show was all right. Like, so he's not like the funniest. It's not like his talent is the, is the main thing. So I'm like, well, that wasn't nice Tatum. Let me not say that his talent isn't the main thing. He's funny. He is very talented, but I I've, I have comedians in my head that are funnier Um, and comedy is relative. So whatever. But I was just like, I wonder what's the appeal? What makes people so diehard to be here? And I think I came to the conclusion because first of all, they started a whole hour late. So I had a whole hour to sit there and think because and then you also couldn't have your phones before or during the show. So for the whole hour, we sit in there. I'm twiddling my thumbs, talking to my fiance and just thinking about (laughs) what's going on. And so, um, yes, I was like, maybe it's because he gives people such an experience. So just listening to conversations that people was having around us. 
they were just talking about how, how how much they love him, how he's so funny and how they remember they may have been going through something in their life and he made them laugh. And it, to me, it just showed the how if you really create an experience for somebody to where they are so emotionally invested in your brand, they will really show up for whatever it is that you do. And I just kind of took that lesson um, for me as a business owner and as a brand builder and all of that stuff is just how important it is to build an experience. And it reinforced a lot of things that I've been talking about on the show before about building an experience as an entrepreneur to where if people buy into you and how you make them feel and they're so invested in you, you can pretty much do anything and people are going to spend their money on it. So yeah, it was a it was a good show. I had a good time. Um, but just his part was like, okay, I don't think I would buy tickets to another Kevin Hart show, but I would buy tickets to a plastic cup boy show, which is the people who open for them. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it for my last week. I did get a new book that I want to recommend you guys, but it, it ties into what I'm going to be talking about today. So I'm going to wait until we get a little bit later in the show to talk about that. So you guys, this past week, so last week I talked about how I was, I felt I was mourning the dream that I had for myself. And I was getting emotional about just letting go the vision that I had for my life and who I thought that I was going to become and just walking into accepting and being confident in who God called me to be. And so this week is so interesting that I talked about that last week because all throughout this week, I really felt like God was really reinforcing me who he says I am. And it all came full circle this past Sunday. And I'm going to get to, well, yesterday, but I'm going to get to that. But just everything that happened this week and the way God has really been speaking to me and showing me, putting this mirror up to who I am and really stretching the urgency of why it's so important that I stop toying with it and stop allowing myself to be so up and down about it and really walk in it and be confident in it. So just getting all these revelations this week really brought me to today's topic of who you're, who are you listening to? That's the question that I have for you guys. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. And so we may even deviate from the format that I created a little bit because I really want to take my time with this and explain to you guys just the little ways God has been speaking to me this week. And I want you to listen to this in two type of ways. One, I want you to listen to the content, of course, and listen to what I'm telling you and allow it to really resonate. But I also want to listen. I want you to listen to how God has been able to speak speak to me this week because a question that a lot of you guys have is how to hear from God and I think as I break down my week and show you just the different things that have happened you'll be able to take tidbits away from okay so that's a way that God will speak to people or oh I felt like this may have happened maybe that was God speaking to me you know I want you to listen to it from that perspective as well so maybe you got to listen to this left this um podcast more than once but do whatever you got to do but again, the, the question that I have for you is, who are you listening to? So earlier this week, um, I was just going throughout my week as usual, politics as usual. And um, I kept hearing the word anointed. Now, and, it, and it really stood out to me a lot this week. And it's a word that's not new to me. Like I've heard anointed 
all the time. I hear you guys always just talk about my anointing when you send me emails and things like that. Um, I've heard pastors and people talk about the word anointed or just use it in sentences. So it's not a word that's new to me, but for some reason that word just was really hitting, hitting me differently this week. And it was just like, why is it seem like this word is just bolded? Isn't it for whatever reason? Like I need to figure this out. And so once I realized like, okay, I've heard this word a lot and some it's something about this. I, I feel like I need to look more into it. And again, this is God speaking to me. He gave me this. He kept pointing out this word for a reason or this word kept hitting my spirit in a way for a reason. So um, once I realized that's what was going on, I, I realized I didn't even know what the word anointing meant. So, of course, I assumed it meant that you were special in some type of way, because that's the context that is usually um that's the context that is usually used in. So I had an idea of what it was, but I was like, let me look it up to get the exact definition. And maybe that'll tell me why this word is standing up, standing out to me so much this week. So um, a quick uh, plug of a tool that I use is it's a website called BibleStudyTools.com. And you'll be able to look up, you can look up certain Bible words. So just not the Webster dictionary of stuff, but you can look up the biblical definition definition of certain things for any of you guys who are wondering how do you look up bible definitions of things so yeah i look up in the bible dictionary what the word anointed means and so i realized that the definition of anointed has three main components the first component is it's an individual or object set apart for divine use is said to be anointed so an example of this is when um, david's son solomon was anointed in the bible so when i read this i was like okay an individual set apart for divine use is said to be anointed Okay, God. All right. Okay. You showing me that I'm set apart for divine use. Okay. I, I know that. All right. What's next? So then the, ne- the next point was when people are anointed, God empowered them to accomplish his tasks. So an example of this is David. And, and in the Bible, it talks about how um, Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brother. So this is when um, Samuel went Samuel went looking for the next king of Israel. And that's when he went to to David's house and David was out with the sheep and all of his father thought it was one of the other brothers, but it was actually him. And so, um, and then it says from that day on, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. And so I was like, wow, I, for you guys who've been listening to the show for a while, you know, I talked about last year, how God shared with me to study David and his story. And I did. And, and over time, just more things began to stick out, stick out to me. But just getting to this point of the definition, what began to show me like, okay, and it and it began to give me confirmation about why I needed to study David. And then the third point was um, no one is allowed to harm God's anointed uh, anointed. So there are numerous examples of this in the Bible as well. And so, again, the definition of anointing is one, an individual set apart for divine use. Number two, when people are anointed, God empowers them to accomplish his tasks. And then number three, no one is allowed to harm God's anointed. And this really stuck with me because it, it painted the picture further about 
not only uh, who I am to God and who he called me to be, but just the level of protection and privilege that I have in being that vessel, if that makes sense. And it was and it, it made me feel foolish, if I'm being honest, that I was trying to run from something or I was like so in and out or uncertain and wavering and something that should provide me so much peace. And I was, and as I'm even thinking about this now, I'm like, dang God, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Forgive me for not realizing how much of a privilege it is to be anointed. Like you set me apart and here I am trying to go back to the crowd. You know what I mean? Or you empowered me to accomplish your tasks your divine task. And here I am like, why don't I just go back to doing a task that I want to do? Like how foolish of me to think that anything that I wanted to do could even compare to the privilege that is to be a vessel of God. And then also the protection. Remember point number three is no one is allowed to harm God's anointed. Like, come on, Tatum, you, you protect it. So not only are you special and called and set apart and doing the great works of God, but you're protected as well. And you was trying to run from that. Like, come on, girl, what is wrong with you? And so for any of you guys who are struggling with or you may have identified with last week's episode about just kind of toying with the who you were called to be versus who you thought you was going to be. I want you to feel foolish just like I did, because I know we always talk about God's plan is always better. But for me, just breaking down this definition after hearing this word so much, I was able to to feel foolish, but then also be like, okay, God, you know what? You got me. You know what I mean? That's the benefit of being able to have another day of life and being able to or having the grace of God, just being able to be like, you know what, God, I'm sorry. I was running from this, but you got me now. So anyway, even after hearing that word and me looking it, looking it up and just realizing that what God was trying to tell me is he wanted me to just accept who I was. That wasn't even the end of it. Like that was good enough for me to be honest for that week, but that just wasn't the end of it. So last week I also purchased these recordings to a conference called million millions conference by Tiffany Montgomery. And so I love her. I watch all her periscopes. I I think she is just so bold and I just love everything about her. So I've been a fan for a while, but I wasn't able to go to the conference. Uh, so I was so excited when she put the recordings up for sales. I'm like, perfect. I'm about to get these. And so remember, I told you guys last week as well, I was having a hard time really relating to the people I used to watch on YouTube because of this new level that God has me in. And I haven't entered into this next level in the natural yet. It still looks with my natural eyes the same, but I just know in my spirit that God has elevated me to a new level. And the things happen in the spirit before they happen in the natural. And one of my, my prayers consistently for the last few weeks has been for God to really heighten my spiritual senses and so that I can put less value in my natural senses because understanding that what we focus on magnifies I never want to make my circumstances be bigger than God's word and it's very difficult to practically apply that because you live in your circumstances from the day to day so when what you see doesn't align with what he said it can be very difficult to hold on to what he said and so understanding that I'm like, God, I need some help with this because I'm looking at 
I'm looking at things from a natural lens and I'm not liking it. It's making me anxious. I'm getting upset about some stuff. I'm getting frustrated. And I know that you have your promises for me are different than what I see, but it's hard. You know, so I need some help. And, and because of that, my prayers have really been like, God, give me new lenses, just like I wear glasses, just like I wear contacts. Allow me to put on new lenses to be able to to walk in your promises and, and heighten up my spiritual senses and being able to see in the natural as I mean, see in the spiritual as opposed to me just seeing with my natural eyes. And so ever since I asked him to give me that power, I began to see a lot of things differently and I haven't been able to connect with the people I used to. And when asking God for clarity about that, he um, confirmed like you're in a new dimension right now. And um, that means that you're going to have to level up in your spiritual life. You're going to have to level up in your prayers because just like they say, new levels, new devils, like it's true. The enemy don't want you to have this this confidence and who you are, this boldness and who you are. So you do have to level up and the things that you were watching fed you. And that's even a scripture in Hebrews, like, um, those things fed you for that season, but for this season that you're in right now, you need something different. And so I was just asking, and after getting that clarity, I'm like, all right, well then can you send me different? Cause I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so when I realized that, um, Tiffany Montgomery had the millions conference recordings for sale, I was like, Oh, perfect. She's introducing me to some people, um, that are speaking at this conference that I don't, I'm not really familiar with. So let me, I trust her because I follow her. Um, so let me just buy this and see what they talking about. And when I tell you guys, this was the best hundred dollars I spent all year. Like seriously, it's very underpriced <laughs> with the level of anointing that is like, it's crazy because it's very rare that you get an experience, a second, I don't want to say secondhand experience, but it's very rare that you can experience something without actually being in the room. Like I saw how the people was carrying on in the room, but I was carrying on just like that in my house, like shouting, speaking in tongues. Like it was just such an experience. And I'm like, oh no, next year I got to be there because if I'm doing all this from the computer, I can't even imagine being in the actual atmosphere. But it was just so amazing. Like that's the, I, I, it's hard to even articulate what that those sessions have done. I'm not even finished. And to be honest, I wanted to just sit there at my computer all day and watch every last one of them, but I had other things to do. So I couldn't do that, but it was just literally that good. But anyway, one of the speakers was Eric Thomas. So y'all know I'm a fan of Eric Thomas. I went to his conference back in may have been April or so. And then I had Chris Daniel, who I met there, who was one of the speakers on the show. Um, whenever that was, maybe that was back in April too. But, um, so he was a speaker there as well. And this was probably the best speech that I have ever heard him give. And I think it's because he was really free to be a pastor. Usually in his speeches, he definitely uses a lot of scriptures. He doesn't always say like, this is from Matthew, such and such. But if you know the word, like, you know, he uses a lot of scriptures in his teachings, but this one, he was free to be a pastor. And this joint, I got a whole page of notes, you guys. 
And it added on to the anointing definition because he was talking a lot about like, it's a lifestyle. You already are a millionaire. You just ain't got all your money yet. You already are these things. Like when, when God said that he knew who we were before he formed us in our mother's womb, we already are all of these things. We just have to walk in the boldness and confidence of it. And so it really resonated with me with understanding this new level that I'm in and understanding this, this calling that I'm, I'm realizing that's on my life is like, you have to walk into these things. So now that you know, you're anointed, now that you understand that it's way better to be anointed than it is to be whatever it is you thought you was about to be. Now that you understand that your life means something and you can't just go back to doing your old ways. Now that you understand these things, Tatum, you need to walk with the boldness and the confidence and have a lifestyle of that period. There is no more, no more seesawing back and forth. You need to, from this day forward, walk into that. And so, um, that's what I really got from his. He said so much, but that's what I really took for myself. And, and then yesterday in church, God just really further drove through the point. Like when I tell y'all, it's literally nothing like being in God's presence. It's really nothing like it. And it's one of those things where you really got to love God and have a relation with relationship with him for yourself, for you to really understand how amazing it is to really just sit in his presence and allow him to pour into you. Once you, once I feel like, I feel like once you get that level of love and reverence for God, it will be so much easier to do things like being consistent and spending time in the world, all of that, because you know how how it feels and how amazing it is to just be in the presence of God that you are going to be so excited about going back. But anyway, yesterday in church, um, they pretty much the whole service was praise and worship. Right. And so as I'm just worshiping and praising God, I'm crying per usual. I don't even wear makeup to church anymore because I just know that your girl is about to be crying her eyelashes off. So I'm in there crying and just thanking God, just pouring my heart out to him. And then all of these downloads, as I'm sitting there with my hands raised, crying, God just began to pour so much into me. And it really just made everything that I've talked about thus far make so much sense. God, and one of the things that I hadn't really totally prayed about, but it was something that was on my mind was I was um, just wondering, like, I wonder what God says my particular gift is, you know, like I'm good at a lot of stuff. There's skills that I have. There's, there's things that I know how to do, but I wonder what, when God formed me in my mother's womb, what he said Tatum's special gift is. And Eric Thomas talked about this before um, in his speech too. He talked about how like, um, with his voice, he has this bass in his voice and that's his gift. And, um, yeah, so he talked about that. And a lot of the other speakers talked about that as well. And I was like, I wonder what God, what that gift is that God says is Tatum's. And it was one of those things where I was like, well, I'm gonna pray about it, but I just didn't yet. And when, and it's so awesome that you don't even really have to go formally kneel and pray about certain things. God knows what's on your mind. And um, God began to pour into me and he's like, Tatum, your voice is your gift. And it's been that way your whole life. You just never realized it because you because you're introverted and you prefer to just be laid back. You've allowed that to put you in a shell that I created you to be 
out of. Like when you open your mouth, people listen. It's been like that your whole life. Like when I was growing up, I was the kid in class where I had stuff to say. I just didn't really care to. Like I just be in the back chilling, getting A's on all the papers, but I ain't really participate too much. But whenever I did have a question or something to say, everybody in the class would always be quiet. And look, and then the teacher would always be like, wow, you have so much value to add. Why don't you talk more? And I'd be like, I mean, cause I don't want to, Like, you know what I mean? But, or even, um, when I was in school, like it, when I was in high school, um, I was on a dance team and the captains of the team got kicked off the team because they got caught smoking weed or something dumb. So they got kicked off the team and the team had to vote on the new captains. And this was, I was just, this was my first year on a team. I hadn't been on a team for that long. So I definitely didn't expect them to pick me. I was still like a rookie, but they picked me to be in charge, to be the leader of the team. And I was like, wow. And God just began to bring these things into my remembrance of like, when you open your mouth, people listen. When um, people trust you and you're a leader by nature, but you keep trying to to fade to black or you keep trying to fade into the... Um, I don't want to say fade into the crowd, but you keep trying to be laid back when I called you to open your mouth. Like he, and then he kept bringing things into remembrance about how recently I was speaking, I was somewhere and I was just having a conversation with somebody. So the girl was talking, but it seemed like every time I opened my mouth, every, the whole room got quiet and I was getting irritated. Cause I'm like, why can y'all leave me alone? I really don't like to be the center of attention at all. Like I do not like it. I do not like it at all. So because everybody kept getting quiet, I'm like, bruh, I don't even want to say nothing because I'm tired of people looking at me and listening to me when I'm just, you know, just talking to whomever. And God brought that to me like that stuff is not normal. That's your gift. I put that in you. And it brought me back to the definition of anointed and have and being set apart. God is like, I called you to be set apart. I didn't cause you call you to be in the middle of the pack. I called you to lead it. So stop trying to fade back into being in the middle. I called you to lead it. The reason why is lonely where you at. The reason why you feel like a lot of people don't understand. The reason why you feeling like you going through a lot of things by yourself is because you're pioneering. You can for sure handle it because a benefit of, of this introvertedness of you is that you are okay with being by yourself. So yeah, while you would like for more people to understand what, what it is that I'm doing in you and all of that, you are strong enough to handle taking it on by yourself. So Tatum, stop falling back into the crowd when I set you to be a part. And I was just like, okay, God, I hear you. Okay, God, I hear you. And he just kept pouring into me like, oh, I'm gonna knock the mic over. (laughs) It was just so much. And he was just like, you have to get this because you're already in your promised land. But you have to get this. You have to hold on to this anointing. You have to hold on to these things that I'm telling you. You have to hold on and own and be confident and be bold in this gift and and be and understand that yes, when you open your mouth, people listen. So you need to stop trying to fade to the background. And 
um, the reason why you have to grasp onto this before those emails come in, before that phone call comes in, before that influence that I have for you gets taken to another level. Because if you don't believe and accept and stand firm and confident and bold in what I say, they will be able to tell you who you are. And that is dangerous. And I was like, dang, uh, okay, God, like you really, okay, you really dealing with me right now. Okay. And he's like, I just, oh man, y'all, seriously, it was a lot. And the reason why I recount all of that is because it's a lot of you guys who are playing as well. Like you have to get this stuff before you get the success. Otherwise, you make the mistake of thinking that the customer is who made you who you are. You don't, the customer doesn't make you who you are. God does. They don't make you successful. God does. He sent them to you. You know what I mean? The the person who gave you a platform did not put you um, on that level God did. And so that's why God was dealing with me because he was like, if you do not grab on and hold to and move with that confidence that you have about most other things you're comfortable with, somebody else will be able to tell you who you are and your identity is with me and that's it. And you have to always come to me for me to tell you who you are, for me to tell you what to do next, for me to tell you if that's from God or, or if that's from me or if that's for somebody else from somebody else. You have to continue to come to me. That's why you have to believe who you are right now before I send you all of this success. Otherwise, it'll ruin you. The enemy will use that to ruin you. And then all of this stuff that you've gone through over this past year, all these adjustments you had to make, all these counseling sessions you had to be in, all of these these uh, heartbreaks and hurts and things that you had to recount to heal from, all of that would have been in vain. And I was just like, wow, I get it. Like, I get it. You're not playing with me, <laughs> but um, I get it. And the same question that I'm asking you guys is the same question that I heard God tell me is who are you listening to? Who will you listen to? Because if you're listening to your circumstances right now, then your circumstances will always be able to steal your joy from you. They will always be able to steal your peace from you. If you listening to what your what um somebody in your family says or what some man or person or whomever says to you, if you if you're listening to that, then they'll always be able to define you. And you have to make sure that who you're listening to is God and remember that and <laughs> a Jay-Z lyric pops into my head. Um, my favorite Jay-Z line is on the Black Album on Public Service Announcement, where he talk about, uh, what did he say? He says, no matter where you go, you are who you are, player. You can try to change, but that's just the top layer. Man, you was who you was before you got here. Like, that's... <laughs> I'm laughing at myself for that being a thing that popped into my head. But seriously, like, that's true. You we was who we was before we got here. That's what Jeremiah 1 5 is talking about. When God says before I formed you in the womb, I knew you before you were born. I set you apart. I appointed you as prophet to the nation. You was who you was before you got here. So who are you listening to? Why, why are you upset that you drive into work every morning? Are you sitting in traffic when God already told you you self-employed? It's just a matter of when you get there, who you going to listen to? If God already said that you're a millionaire, it doesn't matter what the bank says. The bank is a liar. Anything that goes against the word of God is a liar. Who are you going to listen to? 
So that's the question that I have for you guys. That's the question that God asked me. And that's the question that I want you to really pray about um, and think about this week is who are you going to listen to? A good reference um, is a previous episode that I did on what he said versus what you see. I know I gave a lot of practical steps of really overcoming these things, but I really want you guys to ask yourself the question this week of who are you listening to? A great resource is the book that I bought this week. I'm going to put the link to it in the um, show notes. It's The Secret of the Secret Power of Speaking God's Word by Joyce Meyer. And it's pretty much just a um, index of certain things. So like it's a table of contents where you can pick whatever it is that you want to speak about. So, of course, it's one of like finances, wisdom. Um, what else is in here? Anger, anxiety and worry, compromise, um, depression, determination, excuse me, faith, fear, forgiveness, like all of these things. You can pick whatever the subject is that you want to change who you're listening to about um, and then it'll direct you to scriptures on that subject. So I love this book. I've opened this book every single day for the past week because just in me growing deeper in God and me walking into this and um, next level and being obedient and, and really owning who God says I am, I have to make sure that I'm proactive and not reactive about my mindset and things like that. So getting this book, I love it because I'm able to just go through it throughout the day and speak the word, speak the word over my life. Before I get to the point where I'm getting frustrated, I'm going to keep speaking the word on my life. I'm not going to give the enemy an opportun opportunity to paint any picture other than what God said, especially after what God showed me this week. I'm, I have not gone through everything that I've gone through for me to get to that level of success and not do what God set me in it to do or to lose it because I allowed somebody else to define me or to take my mind off of who God says I am. So I highly suggest this book. It's, it's awesome. It's straight to the point. Like it's a bunch of scriptures that are categorized. So I'm gonna put the link to it in the um, show notes if you want to purchase it. But yeah, that was it. I really just wanted to walk you guys through the last week to just show you how awesome God can be um, and how we really have to listen to him. And I know that all of the things that God has been sharing with me is going to resonate with some of you guys. So I definitely wanted to make sure that I talked to you guys about it. Um, I'm actually going to end the show here because we are coming up on the 40 something minute mark. And I told y'all I want to keep the show around 45 minutes. But a couple of announcements before I go um, pre-order my first book, Blessed and Bossed Up, Surrendering Your Ambition So God Can Have His Way. The All of the pre-orders ship out this month. Uh, the books have been ordered and all of that. So as soon as they get here, I'm going to turn them joints right back out and send them to you guys. The book is now on Amazon as well. So if you didn't pre-order from me, you can go to Amazon.com right now and order it from there. I'll be in Georgia in November 16th through 18th, speaking at the Four Visionaries Only Retreat. It's an all-inclusive cabin retreat for entrepreneurs. Ticket to the link is in the show notes. I'll also be speaking in Baltimore at the Gold Diggers Workshop. I'll be a panelist. That's on October 21st. The ticket link is in the show, show notes as well. Let's pray and then I will let you guys go to your week. 
Lord, we thank you for another day of life and a new week to walk in the plans that you have for us. We thank you that we walk in the spirit and don't cater to the impulses of our human nature. Forgive us, Father, for not holding on tight to your word and allowing your emotion, allowing our emotions and our circumstances to cause your promises to slip from our minds. Lord, we ask that this week you give us the strength to keep our minds and heart fixated on you. Renew us so that we think like you, we act like you, we walk like you, we talk like you, we conduct business like you. Teach us how to be content uh, with where we are to the point where we're not disturbed by whatever season we may be in in our lives and businesses. We give honor and thanks to you, God, uh, that according to your word, we are rooted, strong, immovable, and determined. Let us not forget that as we go throughout this week, Father. Give us an overwhelming sense of peace, Lord, and eliminate the distractions of life so that we'll be able to hear from you clearly this week. For those that are still struggling with their identity, God, please show them who you are. Please show them that the devil is a liar and that any man uh, that comes against what you say is a liar as well, Lord God. Please allow them to dwell in the place of what you said and not what they see, Lord God. Put a mirror up to them so that they can see what you saw before you formed them in their mother's womb and give them the strength to accept it and hold on to it, Lord God. Father, I pray that the devil doesn't trick them into thinking that they are anything less than who you say they are. In Jesus name. Amen. Talk to you guys next week. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading.